Let's circle back to Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio. Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio time! I'm true with standing in line for some fun to begin, but I found a good thing, leaving me with a grin. It's time for Outlaw Radio to begin. You have the great Billy Gibbons here? Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. He yeah. yeah. just passed out. Oh, yeah. Hey, that didn't sound too bad. Huh? Hit the lightning bump loud. <laughs> oh, man. And that's, ladies and gentlemen, Matt Allen. Pass me a gallon. Got her? No. Phone just phone keeps ringing. That's weird. Does, does it say it's her number though? Does it say you've been blocked? No. Oh. <laughs> well, no. It should. It if it's going to answer, I because I called it one time and it said you have reached Bettina Viviano's phone. So what the what the hell? I almost gave you the phone number over the air. That's a boy. That would have been a bad idea. That would have been a bad idea. This Bettina Sophia Viviano from Accelerate Entertainment, uh, film, TV producer, literary manager. I mean, she's uh, she's done it all, and she and she got the hell out of California. Oh, you got her? All right. Okay. Okay, I'm glad you got her there, Lori Downey Jr., uh, widow of Morton Downey Jr., Bettina Sophia Viviano of Accelerate Entertainment. Uh, how is it there in Texas as opposed to uh, living the high life in Southern California, Bettina? <laughs> well, right this second it's pouring rain, so I shouldn't really be thrilled about it, but um, it's great. Yeah. It's wonderful. It's a totally different life. Um, it's I, I couldn't take L.A. anymore. I just couldn't. It was uh, starting to get dangerous to me, especially after Prop 47, the moonbeam passed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, the weather, you know, I, I, every now and then I miss it, but... You know, it's an ex- extraordinary life here. I have, you know, six dogs, a ton of property, and armory. What part of Texas? Well, I'll tell you. Parker. I, yeah, uh, oh. Wait, say, say that again. Par- it's Parker, Texas, right? It's Parker. So it's a little bit north of Dallas, yep. about half an hour. Ah. And it, it's, it's fun. It's beautiful. Uh, the people are great. 
Weather's not so great, but uh, and you can wear a gun know. on your side. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you wear a gun? Do you my have... husband, yeah, my husband carries everywhere. Bet he goes. your ass, baby. No. God right. bless him. Yeah, I talked to Bettina about uh, her husband, and man, this is a guy that uh, I, I, we will be fast friends. That's a guy after my own heart, yeah, right there, man. I love this dude. Wow. She's on the outskirts of Dallas and uh, in Parker, Texas, but. Uh, Okay, Your Honor, uh, you're on the witness stand now, Bettina Sofia Viviano. Are, are you or are you not next to the ranch that they used in the TV series Dallas? Three miles down the road, and we go there a lot. It, they have events there now. It's it's funny. It's South Fork. Yeah, the real one. I love that. That's cool. I love that. I bought my first. <laughs> really cool. Yeah, I, I you know I consider myself sort of a pseudo Texan because once you're uh, someone who enjoys the environ of Texas, you're sort of a Texan. I bought my first house in uh, Houston, Texas, and I loved it to death. And if it wasn't for that job offer in New York City, I never. I never would have left, and in retrospect, I tell you, Bettina, I probably should have stayed there. But I, I, I'm not happy being a small fish in a uh, a big pond. No, wait, wait a minute. I'm not. Wait. Reverse that, strike that. No, I'm not happy being a big fish no, in, a, strike that. in a large pond. No, okay, I'm not happy. I, you know what, Bettina, I'm not happy. I'm just, I, I, I am simply not. Let, let me tell you a little something about this, Bettina Sophia Viviano, and why I love. Please do. Why I love this broad named Bettina. <laughs> See that? See that? Not offended, just a laugh, just like Shirley Jones from the Partridge Family. She wears it like a badge of honor, don't you, Bettina? Carries a gun, don't you, Bettina? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, my husband's packing, so you know, what can you do? Oh, yeah. But, I love being called abroad. That's funny. But dig, <laughs> dig this, man. She's done movies. She's done TV, and she got the hell out of California. And uh, uh, do you feel like a fish out of out of water when you were in Hollywood? Did you feel like something? wasn't quite right or did it all feel great until the prop passed and you felt like there was danger in your life well so you know i didn't vote ever until 2008 um i wasn't a republican i wasn't a democrat i wasn't anything so i never felt weird about anything and honestly until obama was president I don't remember the hatred as much as it just sort of went on warp speed that anybody and everybody that didn't support that agenda and didn't support him, it was because he was black and he was, and you're all racist. And all of a sudden, every single person in this country, if they didn't support this agenda, well, it's just because you're a racist. Mm -hmm. And that's when it got, I mean, I don't know for you, it became, now, it could have become incredibly noticeable for me because I had just produced that political documentary, having known nothing about politics, and, you know, I, I was not a spring chicken when this happened. Hey, hey, Bettina, explain the documentary. So, in 2008, you know, I was bopping around and being in the film business where I had been since I was 19 years old. Right, I went you, to you, USC. You, yeah, yeah you, you, you graduated USC, and you worked with Spielberg, for God's sakes. Yeah, I went. my first job was William Morris when I was 19, wow. and then I was a reader, then I worked for Spielberg, then I was an agent, then I had a producing deal with John Davis, Davis Entertainment at yeah. Fox. Then my own company, being a manager and producer, and honestly, you know, I never thought... 
Because this was all I ever knew my whole life. My God, if I didn't do this, I was going to be doing the bunny dip, at, you know, cocktail waitress. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not trained I'm not to do anything else, and I have a worthless bachelor's arts degree in history and political science yeah. from USC. Right. I mean, who, there's nothing I can do. I don't have a secondary degree. And so it's all I ever did, and I didn't think about anything else, and I never voted because I figured everyone was fine without me showing up. Oh, right. America's the strongest country in the world and nothing will ever be We bad. all thought that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I honestly, and then out of nowhere, a director who I represent now, as a matter of fact, um, again, she, you know, calls, and she's a Democrat, calls me up and she says, somebody from the Clinton campaign just called and asked if I want to make a documentary about voter fraud in the Democratic primary. And I said, what's a primary? I mean, I really honestly right. had no idea what the hell that was. Right. As sad as it is. But I just never paid attention to it. And uh, she said, well, there's this primary in caucuses, Democrats do caucuses and all this. And she said, do you want to make this movie with me? And I said, I should have said no, because it changed my life. It's one of those things yeah. that in one one second, the entire trajectory of my life changed because I said, okay, well, I don't know what that is, but let's do it. <laughs> let's do it, yeah. <laughs> and we ended up um, paying for it ourselves because we didn't want it paid for by either party. Nice. And we spent five weeks very quickly trying to make this movie to show it at Denver for the Democratic Convention um, to try to show because we were all on the Hillary side, Hillary had joined a lawsuit with the Department of Justice and the McCain uh, campaign against Obama and yes. the DNC for right. voter fraud. Yep. And, you know, it's funny when they're all picking on us <laughs> for all this, you guys are election deniers, Hillary's been denying them since birth. Oh, you, you bet your, bet your ass. Yes, of yeah. course. And so, you know, I get involved in this thing having no idea what in the world I was getting involved in. And, I'm, you know, as I told you, I have nightmares. I still, to this day, this was 15 years ago. Right. I still think of things that I saw, and you can't unring the bell. Yeah. And when I we went to Trinity Church, Reverend writes, you know, whatever. Of course. The America Church. Oh, yeah. Almost half the people in our film were African-American Hillary supporters right. who did not want Obama. Some of them worked with him when he was a state senator and had some lovely choice things to say. And, um, but it was the first time I'd seen this overwhelming corruption. And the fact that one political party for them, the end justifies the means of course. every time. Of course. It doesn't matter how you get there, you have to get there. Yep. And it was terrifying what they were willing to yeah. do. And, you know, so we make this movie, you know, they all take it to Denver. I'm sure you all remember the petition drive. One of my uh, producer partners on the film was the woman who did the petition drive to get Hillary on the ballot in Denver. She was in charge of that. Right. So she knows even more because she's a lifelong Democrat. <clears throat> Not anymore. She wouldn't vote Democrat to save herself. Good for her. Good for her. 
She was raised, her parents ran Jerry Brown's campaign. Nice. I mean, she was raised a wow. lifelong Democrat. I know, the, I know the feeling. I know the feeling. So was I. So was I. And then eventually, you know, hopefully, God willing, we see the, the light and become a pragmatist. And if you are a, a pragmatist, you're not a Democrat anymore. You know, I don't know what, so, you know, the overwhelming thing that was so difficult for me was that these are my best friends, my family, the people I love. Mm -hmm. No one's ever been mean to me. I've always done honest business in the film business. I've been around, you know, I didn't have... Well, I didn't have the Harvey Weinstein thing where yeah, he shows up in his bathrobe and drops his pants or anything. <laughs> you know, I got the jobs the right way, and right. I was around, you know, to be around Steven Spielberg for five years. Yeah. I mean, you could I, I should have paid them. I used to go, you know, I'll, you can have the paycheck back. I'm just grateful to be here. And, um, you know, t- to think, especially now, what what is devastating and I don't think they know how much to ordinary normal folks to turn on the TV or go to the movies. The woke thing is it's destroyed American film and television. Out of control. Yes, yes, it is. It's destroyed it. Yep. I mean, think yeah. of this country being built on MGM and Warner Brothers and all of the lush, rich legacy of filmmaking and the innovation and the technology and the beautiful stories we've told and the reason we all got into this business. And Disney, Disney, man. I mean, look, what the heck? How harmless and how sweet is that? And then what's happened to them? They're evil. Uh, that's uh, by, by the way, Bettina. That's my brother, Mart. Marty. Yeah. Nice to Hi, meet you. Hi, Marty. Hi. Yeah. Nice to meet you. How are you? I'm good. How are you, darling? <laughs> darling. Good. Let, let me tell you I, how. Let me tell you how Bettina is. I think she's always really good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's why because she probably has a Jack Daniels in one hand and a Stogie in the other. I I think she's always good. I have a question. Yeah, I got Lori. What? How long have you been in 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 Parker? And what area of California did you live in? So, I only really, I didn't choose to come to Texas. My mother died. Oh, so So sorry. You know, I had originally moved to Las Vegas. Right. And by the way, Lori, I think we have a million mutual friends, and I've heard amazing things about you. Oh, I love that. You you have to get to know her. (laughs) Um, but, uh, my mother had dementia at the end of her life and oh. had lived here because she owned an oil business. Wow. So, <laughs> so wow. which I inherited. And then of Whoa. course, she, that's why she's dementia. happy. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, no, oil is $71 a barrel today. Not good. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, I had to, I had to deal with her affairs, which had been, a mess for two years. I mean, oh. I, I, I would ask her, well, where is such and such? And she had no idea where it was. Mm. So it literally took me two years to come here, sell her house, and deal with oh. her estate. So but the good, the it good, almost wasn't intentional, but it's, yeah. you know. But the good news, Bettina, is you're, you are a, uh, a fantastic businesswoman. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I didn't have kids, so I could do business. So okay. Really I'm terrible at it. Now, I, I, I will tell you that Bettina Sophia Viviano of Accelerate Entertainment, she, she asked me this question a couple of days ago, and I and I I love this to death. She said, "Let me ask you a strange question." She said, "You're 
you're not the guy that would do a show each Saturday with with <laughs> with with Billy Gibbons and celebrities oh, and yes. so on, and and there'd be fights that would break out and, <laughs> and, lots, off, and lots of booze and cigars <laughs> and and I said I said no that's not a strange question yes you're talking to the guy <laughs> yeah yeah yep. yeah that's our dumb show <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that would be uh, that would be it, and uh, so she she hit it on the head, and thanks to Evan Say it for keeping this lovely woman Bettina Sophia Viviano away from me for fifteen oh. years. Yes, yes, really. So yes, so even though we talked to to uh, Evan Say it about an hour or so ago, right? I'm pissed at him. I'm I too. I am pissed at him. I'm also because there's no reason, and this gal, this gal is a lover of life and has an interesting take on conservatives shooting themselves in the foot here in Hollywood, putting their money into the wrong things. Explain that, Bettina. Well, so, you know, having not known anything in 2008, what I knew was that when I went and did all this research uh, for the film, which, by the way, we're recutting, repurposing, and re-releasing with all of uh, what they've done to Bernie several times. Nice. And all the other fraud. So, you know, stay tuned, because somebody bought the rights to it, and we're completely repurposing it. Excellent. um, So... You know, what they said Obama was, this black messiah and this accomplished whatever. I didn't know what he'd ever done before because I'd never heard of him. But Nothing. When I went into <laughs> one of the women who we're still friends with, um, she's a wonderful lady. She shared offices with him when he was a state senator. Mm-hmm. And things they told us about him then were not what we were being told by the media. And it became incredibly clear to me that when Chris Matthews was getting thrills up his leg and all that kind of mm, stuff, yeah. that it wasn't the guy that yeah. they were talking. It just wasn't the guy. Right. It wasn't who Obama was. And I thought, you know, they created all of this, and this is a huge machine, and we better get in the game. Yes. Because... It was, especially when you work in Hollywood, you know, part of especially I've represented writers for, I don't know how many years, 30 years. So they write what they know. So there's always going to be part of, you can't help it. It's going to come from a point of view. If they're liberals, that's just going to be how it is. <clears throat> but we don't have a dog in the race. No, we don't. And we, when you go to conservatives, because I actually spoke at something um, last summer, and I tried to explain. I was on a panel with Nick Searcy and um, Robbie Starbuck. Yeah, who, by, who, by the way, Nick, Nick Searcy, great guy. I don't know Robbie, but uh, Nick, great guy. No, Nick's the funniest human being on the planet. Yeah, well, second, second him. funniest, yes. But love yes. second. Yeah. Be up beside, no, okay. and then I have to throw Evan in there somewhere. Okay, you but, son uh, of a gun. Yeah. No, <laughs> don't throw Evan in there. Okay, no, no, continue. <laughs> we only have a few minutes here. So we just, you know, I start. We started. I started a whole thing with a bunch of people from FOA going around and putting together a presentation. I had amazing PowerPoint presentation about how. If somebody wanted to bring communism to America, they wouldn't be rolling tanks through the streets. It right. wouldn't be warfare. Yep. It would be information. It would be the schools and the media. I yes. mean, it's so simple. I don't get how people don't get it. Yeah. 
And, you know, I was watching us lose with Mitt Romney, to who we paid $3 billion. And I'm thinking, you know, of campaign money, I'm thinking, well, if they gave us a billion of that, which went in the toilet, we could have built ABC Disney for us. Right. We could have built Fox. Right. We could have built Universal. Yeah. But you go around and you try to tell conservatives you're not even in the race. Yeah. Your numbers are crap. Right. Oh, Tucker got $3 million tonight. Well, then go look at ABC NBC, CBS, right. look at everything else combined, nightly news, or look at 60 Minutes, number one, almost always, and Nielsen mm -hmm. Radio. CNN, and yeah, just, all that crap. All of it. I mean, it's just we, you know, then we have the little pod places like Newsmax and OAN, which to us are huge. Right. We've got something. But they're not huge. They're not huge to the masses. Uh, let me. No. So we're putting money into the wrong things. We should be in their faces, meaning the American public and telling it like it is, because we have a story to tell, Bettina, that is truth. It's the truth as opposed to fiction, which the left just throws upon us and it, and it gets tiresome before before because we're running out of time here you gain notoriety Bettina Sofia Viviano Herschel Walker quickly not long ago you gained a ton of notoriety please tell us what happened very quickly I had a stupid Twitter meme that everybody was posting. In fact, half the Jews of the world were posting it, including Evan. And it was to say that pushing the vax was mandating, uh, you know, violating our informed consent, mm -hmm. which we now find out that's all true. Yes. But, you know, I go away to speak at something. I forget these things up on my, my Twitter feed. I come back. I'm throwing a fundraiser for Herschel at my home in Texas. The invitations go out with my name, my address on them. Next thing I know, somebody's gone to my Twitter feed, seen this meme, and over a Twitter meme, and that's this is the banana republic crap that we've been reduced to. That's all it takes. I, I, it all hell broke loose. Oh, no. ABC, NBC, CBS, Washington Post, every single news outlet, Deadline, everybody. Keith Olbermann, that douche. Yeah, he is a douche. I don't even know this guy. No, and, yeah. and all of a sudden, every messenger on Facebook, my phone was blowing up. My emails, I don't know how these people, and it, the thing had my address on it. So at nine in the morning, Herschel was like, you know, defending me. Like, that's just not what you say it is, because they were calling me an anti-Semite. Right. And I'm a Jew hater. Which, you know, I had a Jew living in my house rent-free, but never mind that. Who happened to be Jewish. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. I yes. mean, I, 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 my, my dad always taught me growing up that Italians and Jews were the same thing. Yes. Yeah, by and large. Yes. You know, and all of a sudden, these insane people. Yes are calling me an anti-Semite, which makes them look like morons. Yes. I mean, everyone knows, you know, half of supporting our side of it is the support of Israel. So the next thing I know, the death threats, the whole thing, I mean, I w I've oh. never in my life been through anything like this over a Twitter meme. This country has gone off the rails. Yes. Okay, okay. We're, we're, we're going to have to reconvene with this, uh, this one of the world's greatest broads named Bettina Sophia. <laughs> Viviano, because we've run out of time. So maybe we'll get her on next week, but she has a lot to say, and damn it, you're going to hear it on Outlaw Radio. We'll be this after back. Trapped in a dive bar on the politically incorrect side of the tracks.
Radio. Radio from the Hollywood fringe. Smoking, drinking, interrupting. Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt Allen. Scratching your audio itch every Saturday. 